0: Okay, so thank you for joining me tonight. So you are Matt from A Will Away. So for anyone listening who might not be familiar with the band, could you tell them a little bit about it?
1: Yeah, uh, no, I mean, absolutely, thank you for having me on. Um, So, uh, we're a band called The Way. we're from Naugatuck, Connecticut, which is, uh, if you're not aware, a tiny little uh, borough that's attached to Waterbury, Um, and uh, over in New Haven County, uh, we've been a band for, uh, this April it will be 11 years, um, which is a daunting thing to think out loud, Um, (laughs) and uh, we're an alternative rock band, Um, we really kind of uh, ebb and flow across uh, pretty much everything inside of the alternative genre spectrum um and we really put a a heavy focus on um sort of discussing the overall human experience in the catchiest way humanly possible i think think it's probably the best way i can condense that
0: knowing your music i can agree with that (laughs) (laughs) and then you guys have your new album coming out next year in february so it's called stew where did the album get the name where did it come from
1: yeah so the, the name itself is sort of this conglomeration uh of two things um and i i it's interesting because I actually—it's one of my favorite titlings that we've ever done for uh, for one of our releases. But our most recent EP uh, prior to this was called Soup, um, and uh, the way that we sort of described that was uh, meant to be sort of like chicken soup for the human soul. It was a sort of like a catch-all uh, healing thing for whatever ails you. Um, and we always joked around when we were making Soup that like you know we were going to do an EP and then we were going to do an LP, uh, and when we did finally do the LP, we were going to call it Stew. Um, just uh, ha ha funny joke, right? Um, but then over time, as we started to put the record together, which it, it took a long time to put together um, and sort of the thematic process of, uh, of what the, the record is about um, became super relevant to the title, Stu, um, because Stew itself is is a, a, an LP that really discusses sort of um, taking a look back at sort of all of the uh, interspersed moments in your life that once you have a chance to let them marinate together mean a whole lot more to you now than they did when they happened. Um, and so, yeah, like stew being sort of the uh, the soup that takes a little longer to make is <laughs> the uh, is the idea behind this one.
0: I love that. I love that. And then can you talk just a little bit more about the writing process for the album, how that went?
1: yeah I mean it was different this time around Um, so much of like our process is uh, typically like me as sort of like the gestational songwriter I will bring sort of skeletons of ideas to the band um, and and they will sort of um, give me their two cents on it whether like it feels right in the room playing together Um, that's always kind of how we've we've, um, decided whether or not songs are something that we want to continue to work on Um, and we took a similar process with this one um, but it was a little bit different because Uh, obviously the pandemic took place right at the beginning of the the process of like really in earnest writing this one. Um, And so it was, I like to kind of describe it as sort of like a back to basics type of a thing where it's like, it's almost like we kind of like rewound the whole thing and it was just like, okay, it's just me and a guitar in a bedroom and I'm going to play this for myself ad nauseum and no one's going to hear it until I finally put a demo together and, and send it to the guys in group text and be like, hi, do you like this? What do we, what do we do? Mm-hmm. Um, and so the the process for this one was um, really isolated in the beginning and then very collaborative once we actually got into the studio and... And and built it out Um, The hardest part about it Was not knowing what to cut Because we had a lot more songs Than we needed by the time we hit the drawing board For this one
0: How, How many got cut if you can tell me
1: I think we Started with fifteen or sixteen, oh, wow. um, and and I, I say that loosely because like some of them aren't what you would necessarily say were like full fledged songs by the time we we went into the pre production process, um, and then what we ended up with uh, was eleven. So we we cut a good handful, um, and honestly, some of the stuff that was supposed to end up on the cutting room floor ended up on the record and we're really happy that it did because like i mean karma is a perfect example of this where, where uh our weed single uh, is a song that literally none of us wanted to to move forward with and then we just ended up deciding to oh, wow
0: okay well that makes me love it even more then
1: oh yeah we <laughs> i mean we love the song but the the difficulty was with it was it like we didn't know if there was enough meat there to really like make a full-fledged song um i remember you know there were months where like we were going back and forth on what was going to get kept and what was going to get cut and karma was always at the top of the list of what was going to get cut because just nobody felt like it was all the way there and then it it, almost like the flip of a switch just one day it's if it just suddenly (laughs) was, and it was like okay this is the one (laughs) like that's how it happens sometimes you know
0: and then speaking of the songs on the album what song are you most excited for the fans to hear when it does come out next February?
1: Uh so I'm going to split that into two. So okay. one of them is Karma, believe it or not. Okay. Um it's it's a song that like I would argue is like probably our proudest writing achievement. Um like especially because it's it does so much with so little, um, and we we absolutely love the song. The messaging, everything around it, um, is very very organically us. Um, and then uh, I can't tell you the name of the track because it's not technically okay. out yet. Um, but uh, the the opening track to the record is okay. also one of my favorites that we've ever that we've ever written. Um, it, it's absolutely awesome, and it plays on a lot of sort of anthemic pop rock uh stylings from uh sort of like the early to mid 2000s era when we first started kind of coming into the industry but not not in the uh the warp tour sense more in the <laughs> like uh what you kind of remember as like radio pop rock uh, of the time okay. um and so I'm, I'm stupidly excited for everybody to hear that i think they're gonna love it as an opener
0: oh that is exciting as if i wasn't already excited <laughs> enough for this i'm like i don't have the vinyl pre-ordered right now
1: <laughs> did you, did we send you the press uh the press link for the whole thing yet?
0: Uh, Kyle did.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay, good. <laughs> I was going to say if you don't have it I'll send it to you after we're done
0: here. And then you guys signed to Rude Records a few months ago. How is Congratulations first of all. Thank you. But how has it been being part of that family?
1: Uh, it's been very cool so far. Um, we actually technically signed to the label a little over a year ago. Okay. Um, and that kind of gives you like an idea of sort of the timetabling of how this stuff sorts out. Um, we obviously were on Triple Crown Records before, who we also were like super fond of and had a really good relationship with. Um, but at this sort of point that the pandemic converged on our want to make another record uh just through discussions with uh with Triple Crown we decided that we wanted to sort of just kind of like open ourselves up to options and kind of see what um what other type of opportunity could come down the pipeline and literally before we even had the chance to shop at all we got this weird message from uh Rude Records out of the blue um and after talking to some of the bands on their label we, we decided that like, yeah, let's let's open up this discussion. And once we started talking to them, we realized that we had a lot in common in terms of like our overall ethos of like you know, how you make Art and how you distribute art and sort of what is the the uh, overall purpose behind that. Um, and at least for us, that was really important, was just sort of like having a, a very direct and concrete focus on what it is you're doing, why it is you're doing it, and why are you deciding to do it with the people you're doing it with. And, and Rude kind of checked all of our boxes and... At this point, um, we've, we've had a really positive, really generally exciting working relationship and I, I see it, you know, being pretty positive and fruitful well into the future. So we're, we're just kind of riding this wave here and, and hopefully everything goes well with the release in February.
0: Yeah, no, I'm so glad to hear that. And then another question I have is you guys started a discord almost a year ago. Did. So what was the, who had the idea for that? How did that come about?
1: I'm going to take credit for that. Uh, <laughs> So the way it came about is, and we described this to everybody when we opened up the Discord, but like we got kind of bored and lonely being in isolation during the pandemic. Um, And it was just as much sort of a way for us to like excitedly interface with each other around the band as it was a want to sort of like reach out and interact with everybody else as well. But um, just for context, obviously, like we've been uh, touring Extensively for the better part of the last 10 years. And you go from sort of like always being surrounded by interesting, like minded people to sort of being in total isolation. And you sort of have this crux of both like, I'm bored and feeling a little stir crazy, and like the social side of my brain isn't being stimulated. And then also like, how as a band, do we interface with audience members during what is a really weird, turbulent, difficult time that like none of us can really see the end of the tunnel on. Um, and so originally we wanted to do a Patreon because it seems that at the time it seemed to be the thing that like everybody was doing. Cause like our idea was sort of like, let's deliver, you know, just the, the supplemental content stuff that we're going to be working on together to people in some fashion. Um, but after we talked about it extensively, we realized that we, didn't want to charge people uh to be able to engage with our content or to even be able to engage with us personally um and so discord sort of floated to the top of the pile in our discussions about like how do you interface with everybody um we decided to give it a shot uh we also used the discord uh applications um streaming capabilities i guess for lack of a better term to sort of test the waters i'm getting a twitch channel off the ground um and it went so well on discord that we ended up doing twitch as well
0: yeah, no, I, I've seen some of the podcasts. I went to see if I had missed any and a thing was up there. So I was like, oh, mm-hmm. no, did they end and I missed the no, memo? No, no, we,
1: we've, ta- <laughs> we've taken a brief respite from the, uh, from the podcast simply, mm-hmm. honestly, because uh, we got tired and burnt <laughs> out. Um, we were doing, mm-hmm. like, literally churning out web content yeah. just three to five times a week for months and months and months and months and months while recording a record while doing all the marketing scheme and all this other stuff for it. Um, and trying to come up with fun, interesting, creative alternative content ideas. So like, and also, you know, just working like human beings do. So we 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 just, we hit a wall. We were like pushing a little over a hundred hours a week and it just got to a point where everybody was like, okay, we're just, we're going to take a break through the holidays (laughs) and see what happens.
0: No, as much as I enjoy the podcast. Yeah, please. Do not overwork yourselves.
1: <laughs> no, no. Well, the, the, the podcast will be back very soon. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm quite, quite certain of that. Oh,
0: that is exciting. And then my final like structured question is, I reached out to the group chat me and all the other e-board members have and said, hey, I'm going to be interviewing Willaway. Do you guys have anything you want me to ask them? And our general manager, Garrett, said, ask him what color laser vision he would like to have.
1: So. What color, what, what is laser vision?
0: <laughs> so, I guess, like, if, you, like, in, like, superhero comics, like, if you can, like, oh, shoot, like, oh. lasers out of your eyes, what color would you want the laser to be?
1: Blue. I think Ooh. white blue. Um,. I'm, all of my guitars are like light blue colored. I, I wouldn't say it's my favorite color, but like aesthetically speaking, it's one of my favorite colors. So I'm gonna, I'm mm-hmm. gonna. I, I think it really just kind of like pops against pretty much every anything you put it against. And also, if I had red laser vision, people would think I was like nefarious. If I had <laughs> green laser vision, they would they wouldn't know what to do with it. If I had blue laser vision, they would assume <laughs> that I was like. A, a, a jovial benefactor.
0: <laughs> oh, no, I respect it. I respect it. And is there anything you would like to promote where people can find you? Anything else you would like to add?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, absolutely. Obviously, um, check us out on all social media at a CT. Um, we are, uh, super active on again, discord, Twitch, uh, general TikTokery, and, uh, Instagram and all that other nonsense. We're always just posting random nonsense. Um, And, uh, obviously we have Stu coming out, um, in February. Um, go check out the videos for that. We are stupidly, stupidly proud of the music videos that we were able to put together, uh, not only in tandem with our team, but also with a a series of really awesome directors and creative directors. Um, we're, we're very excited about those and we think they came out great. So, um, please, yeah, go check it out. Literally just search us up on YouTube. Uh, go check out the Karma video. It is hysterical.
0: no no it is but yeah thank you so much for giving me your time tonight it is appreciated i have wanted to interview if not the whole band at least you since i've started at the radio station that was two years ago so this is like checking off one of my college bucket list things so i am very happy happy. to accommodate and always (laughs) happy
1: to sit and have a conversation with you